two we can wire Sunday edition um, in which we just watch the Milwaukee Bucks with a gutsy win over the heat. Um, very impressive. About Giannis. About Giannis, who got injured. Um, we got Aro as usual. We have Adam as well, resident Rockets fan, who yes, sir. probably going to be very excited. Um, Maybe. Tonight, unless Scott Foster has anything to say about it. And he will. Yeah, I already put my bet on Lakers spread. So. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah. But I um, wanted to start with this this gutsy win by the Bucks, who were looking pretty dead in the water. Um, they were down 3-0. Giannis goes down with an ankle injury. He's, like, screaming on the floor and <laughs> writhing in pain. He's so dramatic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like he was dying from it. Yeah, he really did. And then, so my first thought about that was like, does that somehow justify Bud not playing him as much? Did Aro's not even? Well, but what do you mean? So if if so, his ankle injury, if it was actually injured before, yeah, does that justify Bud not playing him? You know, forty minutes. Well, I I thought he injured it in game three. That right? Like that was the whole story? Like game three or game two? Like it was early in one of those games? I thought that was also a re-aggravation. See, right? I don't know. Oh, okay. I didn't think that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think know that's what, what I heard. Like, like the whole series, people have been getting on buds for not playing him. Mm-hmm. Right. So, 25 and like, minutes. I, I guess it makes sense, but I don't – like he didn't seem like he was struggling. And like it wasn't like just playing – would aggravate it like he definitely not at the beginning of game four he looked great yeah so i i don't know man i i don't think he he had like 19 he had like 19 right before he went out Uh yeah i mean i know he had 14 in the first doing his little spins and scoring pretty easily but yeah so after that they the bucks decided to go small for a while with wesley matthews playing the five which actually kind of worked um Bam took advantage of that, but otherwise, I thought they looked pretty good on offense. Um, and then the story of the game really was was Middleton in the third quarter with 22, and then him um, just somehow outshooting Tyler Harrow in the overtime, who that was, was not letting the heat go away for a while there. Um, and Hero didn't even really have that good of a game until like the fourth quarter. He, he heated up. Like yeah. Three massive shots, yeah. Well, I thought when, once Duncan Robinson got going for really the first time in the series, that was kind of – that kind of was what, gonna, was, what was going to doom the Bucks in this game. But, but the, like, Miami just forgot how to shoot there in the fourth for a little bit. Yeah. They, yeah. Like, Crowder, wasn't, Crowder wasn't hitting like he has been all series. And, um, yeah. I thought there were some bad – I thought there were some bad calls that they were going towards the Bucks. Um, yeah. Mainly I thought that. it was a charge. I thought that, yeah, I thought Drogba was a – at the end yeah. against Steven Chenzo, that was I thought he got that hard and not like Spolster didn't even think about reviewing it. It seemed like they didn't challenge yeah. it. But yeah, then they challenged the fader, which he hit his wrist, and he knew he hit his wrist. Yeah, yeah, and like Bam didn't confusing. really seem like he was too pissed off about that foul. Yeah, Bam wasn't really right. seeing it either. Yeah, he was just more frustrated at himself. It looked yeah. like. so. I don't know. No, he looked defeated, and that wasted a timeout, which could have been useful at yeah. the end of the game. Well, irregardless of today's result, um, obviously a massive failure for the Bucks in this series. 
no team has ever come back down from down 3-0. And with the way Giannis's ankle looked like, looks, it's not yeah. looking great. Um, so game three, we can sort of run through that, um, was pretty embarrassing. The Bucks, especially in the fourth, the fourth quarter, um, Brooke Lopez actually played more minutes than Giannis did. And I thought Giannis didn't play great either. He he came back in the fourth quarter, like when but when Bud finally subbed him back in, he came back in and didn't score for the rest of the game when the Bucks had a lead. Um, I thought they should have posted him up more, just in the series in general. I thought that could have worked. Um, he was by far the most effective when he caught the ball on like the free throw line area, and like there, like because you can't bring the help in quickly. Yeah, you can't build that wall. Yeah, really. So, and so plus it distracts whoever the help side defender is, and so they're able to get a lot of like cutting actions and like easy buckets off that too, because like Bam's distracted. I think mean, like on one play, like Divincenzo just kind of walked by Hero and Bam, um, and like that worked a lot better than like Giannis at the top of the key. Like he wasn't really doing anything. Like they were just sagging off him, and they just built that wall too easily. Yeah, it's not like Giannis is all these dribbles to get past these guys, um, but the. I mean, in the fourth quarter of game three, it was really just Jimmy outscored the Bucks by himself. Uh, 40 to 13 scoring margin in the fourth, which is the largest point differential in NBA playoff history for a fourth quarter. So um, they also went 0 for 15, the Bucks did, on shots outside the paint in the last 17-ish minutes of game three, which is pathetic. But... I mean, again, this kind of thanks to Giannis for just not being able to stretch the floor there. And you feel bad making fun of Giannis because he's injured now, but like, I don't he hasn't think been that good. Yeah, the fact that not be lost that he hasn't been good. I mean, yeah. yeah, this is what Harden was talking about when he said he's not versatile. Like, I mean, he got so much heat for that, and look what look what's happening now. Yeah, I know I'm inserting the Rockets immediately, but I mean, no, you yeah, have a point. It's, I mean, it's not he's wrong. Not, he's yeah, he's he's. Like, a liability, honestly. And when they try and ISO with a guy that, like, so, like you said, he can't really, like, dribble. Like, he doesn't have, like, dribble, like, crossover moves. And he can dish and drive. But we saw in game four, Middleton ISOing was literally, like, it was cash money. Like, they, he's pulling up in people's faces and just drilling. Yeah, he's and been really good this series. I wonder why they, I wonder why they're not doing that and then having Giannis run pick and rolls. Honestly, could not tell you. But the, the Middleton Giannis pick and roll wasn't really working, at least for game one. Um, you can at least use that to get a switch. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree there. But it, it comes down to really like the first two games, the Bucks just not being able to score in the clutch. Um, and the thing is with them that even, even if like you feel like, oh, like Giannis is dominating us, you can just hack a Giannis in. And just sit into the line. He's probably going to miss half his free throws. So yeah. that's that's what really happened in game two. And um, oh, game two, he hit I think a decent amount of his free throws. Way better. Well, than he game he one. missed he missed both. At Towards the end of the game, he missed both. Yeah, at the end of the game, before yeah. before Jimmy like threw it away. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So right before that, he, Giannis missed both. And then it was kind of that crazy foul call at the end that was should have been a foul anyway. <laughs> Yeah, because you had to make weird. a call in the Middleton three. Um, yeah, but I mean they they couldn't score in game two. Like it felt like it was over after game two as well. Um, they couldn't score one point on three straight possessions. 
when they were down eight with, you know, three minutes left. So Drajic has been great in this series, um, especially games one, games one and two. Um, it's zero. Yeah. I mean, you would have thought that playing Giannis at the five would have been something they could have tried, but you know, coach Bud is just not going to, he's yeah. not going to try this stuff out. And it's, Plus, it's like, I thought Brooks has been good. Like Brooke Lopez has been good. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's hitting, he's hitting from deep. Like, and he's moving too. He's like taking like almost fading shots. So he can get a little more open and he's making it surprising. So do y'all think that uh, having Brogdon from last year makes a significant difference in this series? Yes, for sure. I don't think it changes the outcome. I think it makes it closer. I think That's like, what I would say. I don't know. The way I was watching Bledsoe in game four, like even though they won, he they were like ISOing him or he'd be at the top of the key and then pull up an air ball. Like, like, you just can't have that. And I don't know why he's taking the ISO upon himself. There was this one play where he had to, like, reset with 12 on the shot clock. And then by the time he gets up, he realizes there's, like, two seconds. So he just pulls up and airballs it. Like, I don't – he's not that deadly, even though he's, he's good He's good driving. But you have to be good shooting as well for the ISO to, like, make sense. I mean, like, Malcolm Brogdon's also not ISOing um, as often. So I'm getting my food dropped off here. Uh, my bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think he would have made a slightly bigger impact just in terms of like spacing the floor and like, especially when you have like Giannis and Bledsoe on the floor at the same time, like it makes it tough for Bud to like run any sort of offense. Cause it's like, well, like if Giannis kicks into Bledsoe, like that just kind of kills the play. Right. Um, but at the same time, like I don't think Brockton solves all their issues offensively and like, we saw them play against Toronto last year with Brogdon and it didn't make that big of a difference. And like, obviously I think that Toronto team was a little bit better, um, but that's mostly just because of Kawhi, right? Like I think they're better offensively, but I don't think they're necessarily a better defensive team um, than this Heat team is. And like both teams, I would say played defense pretty much the same way. Yeah. Um, on all over the passing lanes, gap defense, that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, so, I mean, if Brogdon didn't make that much of a difference against Toronto, I just can't imagine that it would have made – like, it would have swung the series the other way. Um, but, again, like, I, it's still kind of dumb that they let him walk or had to let him walk, and, like, they're paying Bledsoe a ton of money. Yeah, if you're a small market really team a contending like they are, you know, you can't really – because that's, that's how Giannis leaves and domino effects, and people have been talking about it all week. But Oh, it's yeah. already Warriors talk. Yeah, the idea that he's going to – the top three teams that we've been seeing, it's like Toronto, the Warriors, Miami, a little bit of Dallas in there. But um, yeah, I saw, I think Dallas, like low key. I think that would be, I think that would be fun. I'm not rooting for that because I, I want to see him. Yeah, eat. neither am I. Because I don't think, like, you think about the East without him, like, That's not, not weak. Like, like, not even mm-hmm. this year, like next year, like the Celtics will be good. Philly, who knows? Like, Toronto is probably going to regress. So, and then Miami will be still, you know, right where they are. But I, I, would, I would hope that the West doesn't become even more stacked by putting him out there. Right. Um, and I think you would too, as a Rockets fan. But um, yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, after Game One for this, we thought, I mean, it was, it was sort of predictable. Aro and I both had the Heat in six. 
Um, yeah. It's looking like it's either going to be five or six for them even now. Um, if, Gian- if Giannis is play, I don't see the I don't see the Bucks winning again. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like this game, I, I think if. If Giannis didn't play at the start of this game, this would probably have been a blowout right at the beginning. Um, I think Giannis was a big part of why this was even close in the first half. Um, and they're yeah. still trailing even with Giannis. Um, so I, I don't know. I think we, like JT and I both like talked about like Bud and we've texted about him and like we thought that we'd be like kind of ranting about him a little bit. But I, I honestly think that, yes, like he has had his faults. And, like, I think the half-court offense, in, like, specifically has been a big problem for him. But I thought defensively they made adjustments. You know, and, like, we've talked about Bud doesn't want to make adjustments. Like, they, like, went to the shooters of Miami in game one. I thought better than probably any team has against Miami. Um, and they limited how many threes they actually managed to get off. Um, they ended up overcorrecting and letting up a lot of easy buckets at the rim. But, I mean, like, Bud has experimented with certain things. The minutes thing, I'm like a little bit. The minutes thing like, is just what most people can't get past, right? It's just right, right. Like, like, th- there's no evidence to back up doing this because every single playoff coach is shortening rotations, and like, like even, even Toronto, even Toronto, yeah, exactly. Even Toronto isn't like they're playing. They're not even playing with Terrence Davis, people like that, that much. And, um. Like, you know, the, the, some of these Warriors – like, Warriors-Rockets 2018 and 2019 was basically, like, seven on seven. Like, it was – That's what playoff basketball is. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, pick, that's what's becoming. Yeah, pick your best guys and ride them. And um, you, you saw Toronto we'll, – we'll transition to Toronto in a second. But you saw them do this in game three and game four where 34-year-old Kyle Lowry is playing, like, 46 minutes because they need him to, to not go down 3-0. Um, and now, now they tied it two two. Um, after well, you had the you had the great um, OG and OB shot in Game Three to win it. Uh, really a miracle that he even was able to get that off. I thought it was super impressive. Like he, he sort of al- he had the alligator on it because yeah, yeah. You know, half a second is just not that much time. It looked kind of wacky, but you got it. Yeah, I was I was not expecting that to go in. I was entirely surprised that they weren't covering him because like. I mean, I know Brown. Brown was like the guy to close out, right? And he was collapsing. Yeah, Brown was sense, blocked the shot like, too. But he, he got there, but it was like I don't know. It, yeah, like it, it felt like suspect. It's like five tenths of a second. You have like you're you're preventing a quick shot, right? So you don't leave anybody open. Now, if somebody gets in the paint, tips it half a second, like that's gonna be difficult, especially with Did the guy he get on them. Pinned? Did he get pinned by Gasol inside? I don't remember. I that's what happened. I didn't see he that. Didn't but you're be right. He was worried about like Gasol tipping the ball in. Right. Well, that's that's what, valid. That's the play everyone thought was coming. Right. And so I thought that's yeah. why Brown stayed inside and that's why he was late. Because like, yeah. I mean, that I pass right. takes a while to reach. I don't know. And it did. And he like recovered, like he saw it immediately and recovered right. and nearly got there. It was, it was kind of nuts. The, the, the pass was such a lob. Well, had Lowry had a taco. lot of there's no fans, so Lowry could step back like as far as he wanted to, really. Right. It, over. So it was like a soccer throw in. Yeah, you know, like seven six taco fall, which was oh my god. Yeah. But I thought Lowry was great in game four. The the defense as a whole was pretty good. Um even though the defense Celtics, especially looks a lot better now. Yeah, the Celtics I mean they, they were they were missing threes from the corner a lot in this game, but um 
I thought the zone was messing them up a lot more than it did in game one and two. Um, they didn't really go to it that much. Um, I'm talking about game four, sorry. But um, uh, they didn't really go to it that much in game three. But Lowry was taking charges. It was, it was um, great performance from um, Van Vliet being clutch too. Um, yeah, they, they finally shot better, which is another thing. Siakam looked a lot more comfortable, I thought, in post and shooting from threes. Because his three-point shooting numbers for games one through three really were pretty abysmal. Um, and then Ibaka, or Siakam? Yeah, Siakam. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Abaka was great off the bench too. Sort sort of a you can you can sort of say it was a bad shooting eye for the Celtics, but you know more of the more and more of these games are just about variance and who's going to make more threes. And, uh, if you have a good day or bad bad day shooting, but the Raptors are getting really uh, creative with their defense here. They even started running a box one on Tatum a little bit in the fourth, which they uh, pretty much pretty infam infamously did versus Curry. And I think game two of the finals last year, um, but they, they've completely swapped. They completely turned tied and all credit to them. Um, I think I, I had them in seven. Um, I think I was going to stick with that. Okay. I still got Boston in six. I, yeah, but I'd say Boston late, for sure. Okay. Why do you still have Toronto? I'm curious. I, they have the momentum right now, so I guess, like, fair enough. But Well, they have the momentum. Um, I am scared of Tatum getting – just taking over. But I also think, like, they were, they were shooting so poorly in game one and two that it was going to swing back at some point. And I just have a lot of trust in Nurse – to, you know, figure some of this stuff out. And, uh, I thought, like, Kimber was unbelievable in games one, two, and three, and then he stepped down a bit in game four. Um, if he continues at that high level, you're probably right about Boston in six, but I, I, I don't think he's going to be able to have those type of games where he's just dominating Lowry. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to be able to do it to that same extent. Um, but, I mean, like, he's a crafty player, dude. Like he, he, shifty. He, he knows how to get buckets. So. Well, I think if, I think if the Siakam sort of like raised level of confidence can carry over, that's going to go a long way. Um, and I do think Ibaka has another good performance in him as well. For sure. Um, I can see that. I can see it. I mean, I, I love I love Van Vliet. Um, and I, I have a lot of I, I just have a lot of trust in those guys. Um, and I think I think Ananobi can have some success on. Either you know Brown, Tatum, or whoever he's on, but I've, this seems like it's going to go to go the distance um, for being. Super I, I wouldn't be surprised. I guess um, I'm a little bit concerned by Brown right now. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he looked fine in the first two games, I thought, um, and then I don't know. Game four was really bad shooting by him, I believe. Um, but I, I don't know if, if he kind of figures things out. Again, like I, I don't know if I trust Siakam quite as much as you do to figure things out offensively. Well, the I mean, the Celtics really like game one, like everything went right for them, and game two, it was super close. And By the way, you could also make the case that like game three, like, like pretty lucky right. for Toronto. game three, pretty lucky, but then you, you're still even. Like it's not like <laughs> that game three is changing everything though. Like you. It's the difference from being either three one or a sweep right now. Like it, it very well could have been a sweep easily. They would have just rode that momentum out. I think the Raptors are. 
I mean, this is kind of obvious. This goes without saying, but they're missing Kawhi because they need a consistent bucket getter. And they, like, do need, they do need the half-court scoring. Yeah. They, 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 were guy that can just, they were able to get him out of transition more in game four. Uh-huh. And with, with Lowry and Dan Vliet just sort of creating offense. Um, and, you know, like Siakam just like looking comfortable and just willing to like shoot these threes and um, even has some success in the post against Brown. Because, you know, like Toronto's defense, you know it's going to be good. Like they're going to tighten up in the, in the fourth quarter of these games. And um, it's really on Siakam to figure that out. And I thought he did great in game four. But – We'll see where we go from here because game five is on Monday and um, that will, you know, most likely decide the series. Yeah. Game but, five. Yeah. Yeah. I will but, say I'm just looking back at the stats quickly right now and like the half court stats for both teams. I thought Boston's half court stats would be a lot better, but like both teams have just been really bad at scoring in the half court um, for the entire series, which I, I don't know. I, I honestly expected a little bit more from Boston, but well, I don't think they're going to be the – I don't think Marcus Smart is going to hit, like, five threes in eight minutes. That's true. Or like, Fair. <laughs> like, because that was, that was game two. That, yeah. That's, like, how they won. So, I, I don't – I don't know. I have a lot of trust. In, I, I, think, I think Nurse is a slightly better coach than um, Stevens, and that, that is a big factor, in, especially in the bubble. So, um, all right, sure. on to the Rockets, Lakers – Series. Um, Adam, I'm just going to let you go here. What are your thoughts on game one? Um, okay, so I think it's really telling. Uh, the Rockets are – I saw a stat. They're 6-1 and one in series that they win game one and 1-6. One and six Yes, okay, we have – yeah, we're going to discuss that. Keep going. Yeah, so immediately you're like, okay, whoa. I still, I still think the Lakers are going to take it. And I think it's going to come down to really like, so Vogel's going to have to understand that he can't play Rondo as much. Like he cannot, he just, it's just not working for them. They're going to need yeah, to lean so on LeBron he, he, and AD yeah. and they're going to need to shoot more. The, those two. And they will make more like the, the defense from Tucker was phenomenal. And I can't say enough about PJ Tucker in the playoffs and just in general. And he's locking down AD and LeBron on individual possessions. But the more that they shoot, the more it's going to go in. They still have the height advantage, which I think people overplay because when they were running with the two centers, people were saying they had a big uh, plus minus, but it, it, it wasn't that much. And it was like situational kind of Eric Gordon had a good game. And I don't know if we're going to have another good game from Eric Gordon anymore because he's the most inconsistent player we have. I mean, like the um, Lakers also don't have anybody that can stop. You'll get another. You'll get another good game out of him if it goes six. I, I don't know what to expect from him anymore. It's it's after that OKC series, man. I, yeah, I mean, this is. I just think fun. like if so, if we get like February Russ, th- this series is over. Like in five or six, like like for for the yeah. Rockets. Yeah, we're not getting that right now. He looked good in game one, but he still looks when he's dribbling. It looks like he's like a, a center. And he's like gonna get poked every time. I don't know what it is. He's he's getting his cookies taken. Um, Harden had a great bounce back game. Like that's that's exactly what you no, want. No, he, from... he was impressive. I, I I thought he was yeah. gonna come out slow, and he looked great. I, I'm glad. There were one of the big things is when they try and post up, we're just reaching because they have these like seven foot tall people, 
And obviously the six foot tall point guard is going to go in and get the ball when they're posting up. Like they tried to post up JaVale McGee on Harden early in the game and that like immediately got shut down. I just, I think it was like uh, one of the things that I heard was talked about was that it's a, it is a shock to the system to play the Rockets in a game one. And that's why they do kind of have success in that respect. And I do think that the Lakers are going to change and still win the series, but if they don't make that adjustment, in, in game two, I think it might actually be worth to say that the Rockets could take it. I mean, I, th- I think if the Lakers go down 0-2, it's over. But mm. that's, I mean. Um, I, I will say that, again, uh, LeBron James is still on the floor. And, like, I would hate yeah. to bet, bet against him. Um, yeah. I think the Lakers just need a lot more shot making from like, their other guys, uh, which I think we've been kind of saying the whole – whole playoffs um I think we thought that in like against Portland uh series as well that once Danny Green starts making some shots and if Kuzma can make some shots and if Casey yeah. can make some shots Kuzma did um, nothing yeah like it's like nobody's <laughs> really made shots except yeah, for LeBron and AD the funniest uh, part was when they put in Dion Waiters in like the fourth, and they were like, "Okay, you you go you go and shoot out there." And and so the yeah. NBA was just like, "Hi, Dion Waiters." Yeah, I actually, I actually think like but I could, think he could be good. He could catch fire. Like yeah. the thing else about it is, didn't in game one. <laughs> right, I know, but what was what was working against the Rockets wasn't bigs against OKC. Stephen Adams was doing nothing. It was penetration yeah, from Schroeder and the point guards that were just getting by our perimeter defense, and, and then we were. Yeah, exa- exactly. And that's something that they can use. Like, Dion Waiters is not super slow. I mean, he's not the best penetrator, but he can also pull up at least, like get a mid-range shot to go. I think that's important. I mean, he can create his own shot for sure. And I I do think that a, a, a key to game one was just the two stars for the Lakers, LeBron and AD, just had a super low defensive effort, especially LeBron. Besides, like, the chase down block on Russ, like, he just wasn't really helping. There was that. There was that play where I think it was Tucker just had a wide open corner three, and he didn't even step out to contest it. Like that's just like going to be automatic. And um, you know, game ones have like LeBron said it in past series. It's sort of like a feel out game for them, for his team. Um, you saw this in the, but the last. I feel like the last time he actually did say that was the 2018 series versus the Celtics, where they got blown out in game two as well. Um, but I, I do think they're going to come back strong tonight, um, expecting big things from LeBron. They're wearing the Kobe jerseys, so um, yeah. bad look at them. Can't be stopped. Yeah, but no, I, Tucker Tucker did look pretty pretty great on AD. Just like sort of like having like the 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 other hand out, like like just kind of like constantly in motion. Like it was almost like jittery, like the way he. It's was the playing. energy. Yeah, it's energy. Like like it's. I think part of it is mental. Like when you see a guy just spazzing in front of you, like, like, like really in your face. Yeah. Um, it was, it was tough. And that, that one play where he bodied AD and then he just chucks up an air ball. Like that's like, that is just money. Like I was going nuts at that play. Yeah. I mean, he's just, so he, that's what you want to see. He's not easily moved. He's a center block. And honestly, so is Harden. So like if you're trying to get in post mismatches against Harden, it's not going to work. Davis at the five, there's been a lot of debate about whether the Lakers right. try to go big or just sort of match Houston's small ball. Um, I don't really know where I stand on that. I um, say go small. I think you got to go downsize a little bit. Yeah. 
but with, you, with can't run, you can't do JaVale. But they need Javale Javale and Dwight Howard. You can't do Dwight at all. I no, I I don't think they can play JaVale or Dwight. I don't think they should. I mean, like you. Well, what oh, yeah, the Rockets for did, a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, what the Rockets did to match the Warriors when they went small ball was go small, small ball, and then that worked until Game Seven. Obviously, don't need to talk about that. But um, uh, now fun. I think the Lakers, the Lakers have the same thing, but they also have AD, who's like the height of a center, the defensive capability of a center that they can run at the five, and it'll work. Yes. He can stifle some of those Westbrook drives. And I think if you have him helping on the on that other like instead of like JaVale or Dwight, that right. can go a long way. Um yeah, I think I'm still I'm I think I'm still sticking with Lakers and six here. Um but I gotta admit, game one made me a little nervous. Um but I also think that the Rockets haven't really had that game where they just go completely cold yet. It happened a little bit in game four though, uh-huh. game series, but right. Like I, I do think that's coming at some point, um, and it, 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 when it, when it comes, it usually doesn't come as, as a, at an opportune time for them. So, I will say right. the one thing that does give me a little bit more hope for the Rockets in this series rather than OKC is that like Harden really doesn't have anyone that's going to shut him down yes. like that. Um, and I think yeah, that, that is huge. a big part of like the dry spells that Houston has. It kind of comes from all right, Harden's not scoring, so someone else has to kind of take a bigger role. Um, and in this series, I don't know if anybody else is going to have to take that bigger role. Like Eric Gordon is not going to have to dribble the ball nearly as much as he did against OKC. Um, and you got Westbrook there as well, um, for the entire series, hopefully. And so I think it's a little bit easier matchup wise for those guys. Um, but again, like, I I just don't know how long LeBron's going to stay that quiet. I feel like Gordon actually did a pretty good job on him, but I don't think that's going to continue. Right. Um, He's but been, he also looked a little bit passive yeah. too, and he's always like he started off the Portland series kind of passive. I think that's the game one thing. I, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why it's like I don't know why he does that, but it seems it seems it like it over and over again. It really it happened in the the Indiana series in 2018 as well. Yeah. Um, I I, just, I don't understand that really. Um, you know, it just doesn't have a great history in game one to begin with. Um, but he had a uh, like 15 game streak in the conference semis that just got snapped. Like that, that he had gone right. That was what they said. For what? It was. I. It was. I think it was LeBron's streak. Game was one. It not? It, I think it was just in general. I, I guess I could be wrong, but they well, yeah, up I mean, some streak he, thing. You think about it, he is pretty dominant in the conference semis because they swept. They swept Toronto, I think twice, in the conference semis during his time in Cleveland, and then. Um, no, not twice. Just once, I thought. Right. Well, what was the what was this? Oh, was the was it the first round where Kyrie throws the lob off the backboard in Game One and it's like over? Or was that the was that the conference finals? Because I don't. I think that was the conference finals year, right? Because there was some. Okay, it might have been Indiana then, because there there was yeah. Because I feel like they played both those teams a, a good amount when he was in Cleveland. But uh, twenty eighteen, they definitely swept the Raptors in round two. I remember that. So. Um, all right, on to Nuggets Clippers, which um, I'm not really fooled by the Nuggets showing last night. I think I've been on the Clippers all year as the title favorite. Um, I thought I thought they did a I thought that it took a lot for them to do a good job on Kawhi. I thought Millsap and and Jeremy Grant played. Dude, they're throwing like triple teams at him at some point. Yeah, they played like yeah. insanely good defense and was really making him like get out. Of, 
get out of the paint and take these contested jumpers. But I think he can make those, as we saw at the end of game, um, I think, six versus Dallas. So well, I mean, he was making them in game one, too. So. Yeah, I mean, Not like, he, way, yeah. Nuggets, Nuggets come out 44-point first quarter, the next seven threes. Um, it, after that, it was kind of just like, if they lose this, it's going to be a massive failure. Um, right. But Kawhi with his worst playoff performance shooting-wise since game five of 2012 versus the Thunder. Um, that was crazy. Yeah, that's a stat. Uh, Clippers didn't shoot well from three. Um, and Jamal Murray didn't look injured like he did in game one. So he was able – that one snatchback that they had in Kawhi where he was just yeah. – he, just, he got him there. Yeah, it's it, not often that Kawhi just like ends up looking like foolish, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I think part the, of this, you're gonna have like a bad like. I, yeah. I know everyone was slandering him because I mean LeBron just did the same thing the night before, and everyone was slandering him. So yeah. uh, the zero points in the fourth quarter. But I, I yeah, mean, when was no. the last time Kawhi had a bad game? Man, like, right. I think I was looking back. Exactly. It was like he had like one bad shooting night, I think, against Milwaukee last year, and then like. One yeah, bad game against he, had like, he had like game three, the finals were hit for him, like wasn't great or something. Right, but like even his bad games are like twenty points, so it's like his bad yeah. games are twenty points and like the best defense you can get. So yeah, um, this was like the first genuinely bad game I've seen. Yeah, in a long time. and of course Paul George is not helping him very much. <laughs> yeah, well, he well, was healthy. better. He was better in game two. Well, he was better yeah, than true. like the Dallas series, but yeah, like, <laughs> the bar is pretty low. Um, but I, I think this Clippers team is kind of different with Beverly. Um, they just kind of go up a level. Um, and I, I have no, I have no fear in this series. I'm, I, I, what, I don't know if I'm still yeah. five, but I think six, six will be over. I, I think it just depends on how hot Denver gets again. Cause like, I mean that first half, even like, I know the first quarter they scored 44, but like even the entire first half, it's yeah, like they were hot. I mean, everything. they were hot the whole time. You know, like Monte Morris was just kind of getting the ball, shooting it and making it. Right. Um, so like, I don't think that's going to happen every single game. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't be too worried. Uh, plus, like, the Clippers just didn't look as intense on defense, I thought, um, as they have in, like, even, like, game five against Dallas. Uh, they kind of just turned it up a notch. Yeah, they, they, they sort of had this thing where they they, it, they they act like they've, like, won multiple yeah. titles before. And people <laughs> have said this, but, like, they, yeah. they sort of – like, they don't take the team seriously. Um, Until they lose. To be fair, they do have a lot of arrogant players, but um, I, I, I do think that, like, they sort of carry themselves like they've already won, um, which I think they will, but yeah, you, know, you got to prove it. Um, well, the heat. Yeah. So, okay. I think that's all for the playoff series, but we did have some news with the Steve Nash hiring um, the Nets head coach. Yeah. This is a pretty curious one, I have to say. Um, I'm not saying that he won't do great, but I, I do think the fit is a little weird with the expressive, to put it lightly, ex- uh, personalities of Kyrie and KD. Um, well, I, I've heard, right, all the reports seem to be saying that uh, KD and Kyrie were a big part of why he even got picked in the first place. Oh, well, yeah, they, I mean, they um, have to okay it. I right. just think it, it's but, but like it sounded more than like an okay it sounded like a yes like go and get him you know because like other teams yeah. have tried apparently to try and get him to come out of retirement uh or okay. i guess like to come into coaching yeah um and like brooklyn was successful so like i i would think that Kyrie and katie must have been a pretty big part of that um to like get him to sway him to come back uh and they must have like wanted him quite a bit um so i, I don't know and like i've also read that he's 
like pretty good at like kind of calming down those egos overall. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much to buy into it. Obviously first time head coach, it could go like Derek Fisher. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Hey, he played with Stoudemire, right? <laughs> he did play with Stoudemire. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, a, that's an ego. Uh, yeah. Kind of. I don't know if it was as big of an ego in Phoenix. I think it's a KD ego, but yeah, definitely not. Hey, yeah, KDs. Do you see what KD commented on the Reggie Miller quote? No, no what was Reggie it? Miller. So Reggie Miller said that if he would have gotten the calls that people are getting now on jumpers, that he would average forty-five. Oh, he's and, not wrong. And KD, KD commented. KD commented on the Instagram post, and he said something like false, or I forget what exactly he said, but he was just like wrong. I mean, and it was on his main too, not even a burner. <laughs> I think he's done with the burners, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, all right. Aro, would you like to end with more Coach Bud slander? Because we, we, I feel like we didn't do it enough, honestly. Yeah, like, look, man, they, they need a different coach that does, like, different things with that offense. Because, like, how do you have two guys that can give you 30 points a night and your half-court offense is that bad and that stagnant. Like, they don't move on offense. They just kind of stand there, and they're like, all right, Giannis, you got the ball and do something. And then Giannis is like, dude, I can't get out of the paint, so I'm just going to chuck up a three and go 0 for 7. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think, think that had they gotten swept, it would have been the worst coaching performance that you can remember? Because I don't think that's – Atlanta. Atlanta with Mike uh, – with oh. uh, Bud, right? So Yeah, but there, there is a history. They were playing LeBron. Like, that's like oh, – Okay, fair. Whole different animal. Like I feel like this is like unexcusable. They're the one seed, right? With the MVP and defensive player of the year. Um, I mean, Atlanta was one seed too. I think. I think there's but, some young slander that that needs yeah, to be no. introduced to this. Honestly, like I mean, if you look at his performance, he had a good game three, right? And he played I, honestly really well. So I respect. Yeah. I respect that he came in and dropped 19 in the time that it took. But game one and two, like like liability at the free throw line, 0 for 7 from three because he's having to settle. And yeah, you can contribute that to to Budenholzer, I guess. But I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like you have to have something against him if he's going to be able to lead his team and not get over 20 points. Like, I feel like the, like, guard, the whole like guarding Jimmy at the end of game one, like why are you guarding Jimmy? Yeah. How stupid. Wesley Matthews has been the best guy. On yeah. I, I right, feel right, that right. was a little overblown, but I do think like, like the offense, the offensive stuff is more on him um, than most people would suggest. Cause the minute, the minutes he can't really control. Um, that's, right, that's all right. good. Um, and they have a system that's, you know, it, you know, it fails, but like at some point it's going to be like Giannis take over the game. Like that's what, that's what, great, that's what the greats do. And he yeah. just has shown really no ability other than today before he got injured. But um, and again, that was early in the game and they were still trailing. Yeah. It was, it wasn't like some fourth quarter performance where right, to like, win the game. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. Kobe Middleton like, just did that to win. Yeah, the game. Middleton just did it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't, I, I was honestly surprised. Even though I knew Middleton had it in his bag, I was still surprised to see him actually pull it off. Especially that contested one. I think it was in overtime, the one that yeah, the like final was three. like a full contested yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was impressive. And, I, and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, okay, why isn't he the primary scorer late? And Giannis can like Giannis doesn't have to have that load if he's 
incapable of being that like star late. Well, again, like I think this goes back to like Bud doesn't have a good enough offense to where you can kind of have Middleton go into that role. Like, like there's ways to get Giannis buckets for sure. Like I, I'm sure that if you gave him to Nick Nurse, like he Giannis would be averaging like 35 in the playoffs. I hope that against my. <laughs> I know you do, uh, <laughs> but like it, it's you can't just ask him to kind of take the ball and ISO every single time with the skill set that he has, right? Like, he's not Kawhi. He's not Jimmy Butler. He has a different skill set. You need, you need to be good. able to hit, like, a, a consistent mid-range to just, right. to, like, to score an ISO, basically. Right, and he doesn't have that yet. Yeah. And, like, it might work in the regular season. It might work in the first half of these playoff games, but it's just not going to work, especially in the fourth quarter when they're keying in on him. Um and that's, that's been the main difference this series. And, like, I, I don't even fully buy, like, if he had played 45 minutes in game two or game three, like, I don't know if they necessarily win those games. Because, it, like, he didn't look so incredible. That yeah, was, like, it wasn't like, he, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, why are they taking him out? He's playing so well. It's just like, right. why are you taking out your best player who right. is probably going to help you? Yeah. Um, but it's not a guarantee. I mean, it's a guarantee that he's going to help. It's not a guarantee that he's going to, like, be able to win the game put the team on his back and win. It's not, like, so obvious that, like, it's more about the, the whole Bud system. Um, but, um, yeah, I, where we stand with them is, you know, it's, it's, it's a feeling similar to last year. It's just heightened. Um, I, I do think both of us were rooting for the sweep, and, Adam, I'm assuming you were too, just, just yeah. for the maximum chaos. But um, – <laughs> I'm a Heat fan, though. So. Yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're a Heat right. fan, dude. So, like, I, saw the, I saw the Twitter predictions. I thought uh, it was bold, but watching them, I, I really am surprised with just how, like, I'm, how funny I mean, I'm right right the Heat to win so. the title. I mean, that's yeah. cool, but, like, yeah. I'm 8 of 8 right now, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're in it. So, it, it, it's – yeah, I, I feel like my opinion hasn't changed on the whole, you know, the Bucks thing just based off today. Um I, I do think that Bud did a better job today, but uh, he. I mean, like, it's not like Bud won. Like, Middleton won that game by hitting yeah. really, really tough shots. I mean, do we think Giannis is just, like, gone, gone for sure? They have I another, they would, they so have like, another year to do this. Someone said that CP3 to the Bucks could be something. I thought, whoa, now you have a guy that can hit in the clutch. And, I mean, we saw it with Middleton. He can also do that. Um, but you know, if the they say championship window is like a year, I love right. CP3, but he's, right. he's like 36 years old. Yeah, like, he's kind of old. Yeah, like, I, I, wanna, I, I I'm rooting for him, honestly. I want to see him get traded to some contender. And, and so I mean, I want to see him have success. I just don't think for what the Bucks are gonna have to give up, it, right? Like, yeah, that may not be worth it. Um, especially and, like if Presti's making that deal, like he is gonna, oh, yeah, Presti's a beast. He's not gonna play nice, so he's yeah. police. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I mean, they they have another. Giannis isn't a free agent until twenty twenty one. He could decline his option. I think this summer. I think he 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 can like decline the extension. He's st- he's like he could sign the supermax this summer or or decline it, but he'll, he's still locked in for next year. Um. So you would think that the Celtics would improve. You would think that the Heat improve. You would think that. You know, maybe Philly does better. You've got the Nets coming up, so it's not like you probably had a better chance this year than you will next year. So yeah, it doesn't get any easier. No, right? 
And with the free agent class of this year, which I think includes Oladipo, you could maybe have Gobert on the move potentially. Um, not a great class, but you know, if you add if you add one of those guys, let's say you, let's say you just put you know you put Gobert on the Celtics. I mean, that's 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 pretty big. So I, I think yeah. Toronto might want to get Gobert too because Gasol and Ibaka are getting. That's gold. interesting. I'm not heard that. Yeah. Right. That could, be, that could be that could be fun. That sounds that sounds like a pretty oh yeah fun brand for them. I like that. God, who who the fuck is gonna score on them if they get this? That's gonna be awesome. We're going back to like seventy to eighty basketball. I love it. Yeah. Dude. I love the Raptors. That game four. seven with the Jazz yeah. and Nuggets, that type yeah. stuff. It's every game. Yeah, I mean, I wish the Jazz had advanced. We didn't really talk about that either, but. Um, yeah, we didn't have an episode after right. that, did we? No, it's weird. We we literally like we went four games of the Heat series without having an episode just because of how the how the scheduling worked. Right. Uh, but we'll, we'll be back with Dave on Tuesday. Very excited Hopefully. for that. If he answers his email, which he, he should. <laughs> he does. He does. You uh, liked my tweet today, so we're good. Yeah, he did. I saw that. I was, <laughs> uh, all right. Good. Good sign. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we have for today. I have a, I have a fantasy draft to get to here in a second. So um, we'll be back on Tuesday with Dave, hopefully, and he can give us some of his professional wisdom on Very why exciting. he doesn't, still doesn't believe in Miami, potentially. But, and you and him could argue. That would be fun. <laughs> all right. Oh, oops. Uh, here we go.